Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Here's Sam Maximan. Oh, it's brilliant. Take it away by Wicks. Let's see Oh, it's glorious. And it's Ward Rousey. Strikes Stamford shot. Oh, brilliant. The Pogba. Oh, what a finish. Came out to Jimenez. Pick that one out. What a goal by Harry Kane. Saka, 2-0. Jesse Lingard, oh, thumping finish. The champions of 2021 are Manchester City. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, EPL Index proudly brings to you the best prediction podcast in the world, a tad predictable. With your host, Tariwa Chanakira, and his guest, Alex Letizier. It's game week six, and you know what that means. It's another brand new episode of A Tad Predictable. I'm your host, Tadiwa Chanakira, and I'm here for a very special episode. And I've got an awesome guest, uh, one of the finalists for Bank It or Burn It last year, Alex Leticia. Alex, welcome back to the show. Hey. How's, how, how, how's the week been? How's the football week been? Yeah, it's been good. I mean... It's just kind of a weird situation. I mean, we're not losing, but we can't stop drawing. It it, it seems to me that there might be a, some sort of draw curse at Spurs. And, and <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you you put a curse on them or something, because you were very anti-celebrating draws when we spoke last time. Yeah, I think um, I might have jinxed it. Uh-oh, uh-oh. That won't be good. Well, I, I don't know what you need to do. Throw salt over your left shoulder or something to break that curse. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was another draw. But look, not all draws are equal in my eyes. I think a draw at the Etihad, I don't think there's any team in the league that wouldn't take that. Um, yeah, so, it's and, better than losing. Far better than losing. And and I mean, you guys should have had a penalty, but we, we, won't, get, we won't get into that. Um, <laughs> Let's 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 head into these hectic fixtures that we've got because we've got quite some tasty ones and we kicked the weekend off yeah. right in terms of slapping you in the face to say the Premier League is back after a midweek of Carabao Cup action. And by the way, congratulations to Southampton. They went through yesterday, didn't they, on penalties? So that's good. Yes. Um, we start off with Chelsea versus Man City to kick off the weekend. I mean, this is a fantastic way to start the weekend. Yeah. Um, well, you say that, but like with the draw curse, I mean, if you had told me that we were going to draw with City, I would have like eaten your whole entire left arm off. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm like... Is that an us curse thing or is that City not being, you know, on track on who they really are? And 
yeah, I think Chelsea are definitely going to be scoring a lot of goals and they're going to win. Yeah, I mean, this is probably when you want to be playing City. They're not traditionally the quickest starters. I think once they get going, it's really hard to stop them. But, I mean, and and we say this after they've had three wins, one draw and a loss. I mean, it's not... It's it's not all doom and gloom uh, for yeah. most fans, but for the standards that City have set, um, yeah, over the last couple I mean. of seasons, that 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 is probably that that feels like a, a curse to them, probably that 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 record that they do have. But you mentioned Chelsea; they they are looking impressive. They're undefeated so far this season. You've given them a win there. How big a win were you were you um, predicting here? I, I I know you teased the fact that you're expecting quite a few goals. I think it's going to be three one to Chelsea. Three one to Chelsea, and and they've looked very impressive defensively for me. Um, I think Tuchel, for me, is probably the best defensive coach in terms of setting up a defense in the league. They they're very hard to break down. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I, it will be very interesting. They're at home. They've got the home fans. It's a big game. Uh, they're looking to probably. This is probably the biggest early chance to sort of stamp your foot on 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 the throat of someone that is a true uh, title contender. Yeah. For, you know, for either club. I mean, both clubs, especially from from majority of things that I've seen and listened to, these are the two clubs that everyone was kind of expecting to be either one and two and there's a lot of debates over which one would be one which one will be two but these were Mm. the clubs everyone was expecting to win yeah I think you know I just I sort of said from the beginning I think Chelsea are going to win um but now Liverpool are kind of really kind of sneaking up now aren't they yeah so it could be a fight between them two now I certainly hope so, but yeah. um, I, I think we'll get to Liverpool, obviously, but just briefly, yeah. I think the issue has never been, especially from my end, it's never been about Liverpool starting 11. I, I would back our starting 11 against anyone in the league. I just think the issue is when it comes to squad depth. City can mm. bring in, you know, a Sol or a Kante halfway through through a game off the bench. Liverpool can't do that. Um, you no. know, they, they they were trusting in uh, a Harvey Elliott, a young kid, as their starting centre midfielder. You know, as well as he played, that that tells me their issues there in terms of depth. But yeah, we we will get to Liverpool. You've predicted three one for Chelsea, Man City. I'm I'm leaning Chelsea as well. I haven't yeah. gone full on three one. Um, I'm going two 0 to Chelsea. I think, uh, as I said, I'm very impressed with Chelsea's defensive setup. Um, it, it, I'm kind of worried about City's. It doesn't seem right <laughs> at the club. Pep and the fans are at odds. Sometimes I've seen some of the players not react so well to his usual, you know, instructing them whilst the cameras are on to do certain things. Um, yeah, so. Yeah. I think this is the wrong time for them to be playing a Chelsea side that is starting to gain momentum. And and we're speaking of momentum. We move on to another club that has been gaining momentum. One of the other clubs that's also undefeated, undefeated this season, Man United. They entertain Aston Villa. Man United, obviously, a dramatic game last week. Probably should have had a penalty or two. 
and then end up conceding a penalty, which then gets saved. I mean, what drama have, um, you know, instilled in that game? And then Aston Villa side, who looked quite impressive against Everton. Yeah. So they won 3 0, didn't they? Mm. Um, but, you know, United are kind of on fire. They're all excited about Ronaldo. And, you know, that's a huge thing. And Ronaldo's, you know, four goals in three matches. Um, I do think it's going to be a United win, a 2 1 to United, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, look, um, they're looking impressive, as you said. They're still buzzing. It's sort of still that honeymoon phase, having Ronaldo yeah. back. Um, they're, they're definitely glowing at the moment. <laughs> they won't stop blooming talking about it. <laughs> I, I don't think they ever will. I don't think. They, I mean, when he wasn't their player, they were still talking about him as if he was. So now that yeah. they do have him back, I, I'm not expecting them to stop. And, you know, I think they, they've got enough match winners. They've got enough guys. You, you see the likes of Jesse Lingard being able to come off the bench, you know, off of the form he had ending last season for West Ham. They've got they've got the goals there. It's sometimes the tactics and the defensive side of things that might be an issue. From Aston Villa's side of things, it, it will be interesting to see if they can carry on the momentum from the Everton game. Um, this is a game where they're probably going to be on the counter-attack. We'll see if, it, if, if, if the likes of Bailey, I, I don't know if he's going to be back he he pulled up in in their game uh last week but he looked impressive coming off the bench they've got the likes of danny ings that can be really clinical oh sorry he that shall not be named that can yeah. be really clinical <laughs> boo <laughs> uh yeah but you know give him a few chances especially if you look at the chances um that man united conceded last time around to west ham danny ings is probably finishing quite a few of those so give him a chance you got ollie watkins um, who's my favorite player at Villa? Um, yeah. Hopefully, he's getting in and around the goals there. Ah, oh, this is a tricky one for me. You've gone two one, yeah. It's going to uh, be a tight game. It is. It really is. Um. Yeah. You know what? I'm. I'm. I'm gonna. Oh, son of a gun. I'm. I'm gonna be a party pooper, and maybe this is the Liverpool head speaking here. I'm gonna go one one. Um, I think looking at the chances that Man United gave away against West Ham last week, I don't know if they're going to be able to get away with it again this week. Yeah, but Ronaldo, Tat. That's the argument, isn't it? And, yeah. And look, I have him in my fantasy team, so he's doing wonders for me. But yeah, I'm going one-one. I'm going one-one. I'm, I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna stick with, I'm gonna stick with my answer. And speaking about sticking with your answer or sticking with something. Damn it, I'm sticking with Norwich. They're the unofficial <laughs> club of this podcast. And I'm, I can probably hear Mitch laughing in the background somewhere. <laughs> he came after me um, <laughs> with my Norwich are staying up. And damn it, we are staying up. Look, it's Everton versus Norwich is our next game. And... Um, you know, for those of you that are joining us for the first time, listening to a tab predictable, I'd, I'd thank you so much for coming along. But I don't know where you've been. You need to listen to a couple of episodes back where we unofficially, officially dubbed Norwich the club for this season for this podcast. Uh, the suits upstairs did not approve it. 
and I'm legally <laughs> legally obligated to mention that fact that they have not approved that. But you know, I have the microphone and I'm not being muted, so this is a good I mean, sign. You stood on your own with this one, okay? <laughs> Let's just you know, I with the suits upstairs. You can stand with your microphone alone in this room because it's just not <laughs> happening. This is not happening. They're my ride or die, okay? They're going to be my ride or die for this season. I mean, Crystal Palace were last season and I abandoned them and I got a lot of stick for not standing by them last season. So I just think you enjoy abuse too much. Like, I think you need to go to therapy or something because you're putting yourself in these positions. Look, the only... The, look... They're coming up against an Everton side that are probably going to be licking their wounds. They lost 3-0 last time around to Aston Villa. You yeah. know, they didn't have the greatest showing in the um, Carabao Cup. They lost to QPR on penalties. So maybe, you know what? I mean, this is the game for them, really, isn't it? Because you they think that, right? Yeah. So what, what, what do you make of this game? Well, I know that we don't like to do draws, but this is going to be a bit of a theme for me, I think, tonight. Well, actually, no, I did purposely stop doing the draws, but there are I have done a few draws tonight. This is going to be one of the draws. I do think it is going to be a one-all situation. The curse Just because continues. Everton have been playing so badly, and then, you know, Norwich, there's no other... I don't need to say another explanation. <laughs> you know what? You know what? A draw is more than we've done so far this season and i say we as you know the norwich ambassador here um <laughs> so you, uh, let's get a point on the board and then we'll start focusing on the wins later down the yeah. line i like that call I'm, I'm gonna endorse that let let's let's both double up on that one one draw to kind of just put emphasis on that happening I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna side with you i i had given everton the win before but to hell with that um norwich are getting the point here we're going 1-1 yeah, for this game. Um, come on, Norwich. We can do it. We can do it. Um, <laughs> hopefully, you know, the strikers can come good. I, I, I still think that there's some decent players in there. The transfer window wasn't as, you know, it wasn't bad. I, I, I quite liked the Norwich transfer window. It's just, which obviously is the key thing in the Premier League, especially if you're down at the bottom, is finding someone that can get the goals consistently and, if Pookie's not firing, it doesn't seem like anyone else is contributing. So hopefully, fingers crossed, yeah. either he's scoring or someone steps up, steps up big. Um, and 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 you know we've just mentioned scoring and stepping up big. We move on to Leeds United versus West Ham, and this is an interesting one because these are two sides whose main goal scoring threats are a doubt for this game. Well, obviously. Michael Antonio did have that sending off um, a couple of games ago, and I think he should be back for this one. Um, but Patrick Bamford gets a bit of an uh, an injury in the previous game. Rafinha, we mentioned as well, he also had an, an, an injury in, that he was carrying into their last game. So once again, we, we're talking about clubs that might need other people to step up and get the goals. Well, what are you thinking about Leeds versus West Ham? Um, well, Leeds, they've not won yet, have they? Um, and they're also, you know, missing. They've got four defenders injured. So they're not looking like the best side at the moment. Um, West Ham, I think they're playing really well at the moment. 
And we all know that I've got a bit of a soft spot for West Ham. So I have given West Ham a 3-1 victory. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm paying Training close goals. attention. I'm paying close attention to that West Ham 3-1 because I want to compare it to what you give Southampton in their game because this is starting to get a bit suspect here. You're, you're starting to lean more West Ham here and, and we need to investigate this. Don't! I have people to come for me! So, I, so I, this is quite funny. So someone has picked up on that. And also, I did say to my husband tonight, I do look like a bit of a Liverpool fan because I don't think, well, I think you must pick up on this. I never say Liverpool are going to lose. You even I added never, them in the title race earlier in this podcast. I, you threw them I in there. Never, I never say they're going to lose. I, I promise you I'm not a Liverpool fan, but I just believe in them. Well, I wish I had the same for you. Saints. but ah. <laughs> <laughs> Have the same for Norwich. To hell with the no. rest. Join us. <laughs> Join us. <laughs> You're starting to sound like some weird cult. <laughs> Seriously. We're starting we're starting we're starting a movement, okay? We're starting a movement. <laughs> that's a, that's a nice way of saying a cult. That's just a a less shady way. Hey, 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 hey. Don't put words in our mouth. It's already an unofficial official club. If if we start being accused of starting a cult, I, I don't know how much lo- longer <laughs> We can stay with this Norwich train. Um, so I'll, I'll quickly move on. Um, in terms of score predictions for this one, okay, it's it was it's really difficult for me because I'm yeah with <laughs> the injuries that are there. Um, it, it's kind of a flip of a coin depending on the race to who can get fit for this game or who can appear. I, I'm assuming. I mean, what's going on with Leicester? It's crazy. This is it, just not the sides that anyone recognizes. It's it's a very, very weird start to the season. As you mentioned, we've got Man City, we've talked about Leeds, Leicester, you know, some of these clubs. Um, yeah, there, there's quite a bit to fix. But I'm, I'm assuming that Rafinha is going to be back because he played with the injury last week anyway, obviously managing the, the, the time that he did play. I think he's going to be managed again this game, be effective, get some goals and then or assist and then come off. Bamford probably plays as well for me, so I'm leaning Leeds United for this game. Um, so yeah, we're going head to head. I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go two one though. I, I'm not as brave to go three one to a complete mirror of your score. So I'm gonna go Leeds two, West Ham one, and we'll move on to the club that you just teased earlier. So it's yeah. perfect segue. Um, I'm loving the tag tag team action here. It's Leicester City versus Burnley. What what are you thinking for this one? You hinted at um, maybe a bit of disappointment with Leicester so far this season. Well, it's just not the team that we recognise, and yeah, it's just it's it's almost like we're back to vintage Leicester, um, and then obviously Burnley. Um, I mean, it's it could be the year that they finally go down. So it's going to be a bit of a desperate game, really, a bit of a boring game. But I do think Leicester are gonna get this one but it is going to be a boring situation it's going to be a one nil game to Leicester I think oh I've, I've gone the complete opposite I've gone one nil Burnley I, really? I, think it's, I think it's going to be boring as well um I liked what Sean Dyche was talking about after their their loss last week where he was saying we're still applying ourselves well we're just maybe not doing well enough on obviously in both boxes 
in the sense of yeah. I'm, I'm happy with the application of the players we just now need to find that either the concentration at the back or the finishing touch up front or maybe just a bit of luck you know i mean if you look at their previous game it, it's it's also a one nil game and it's they conceded from a free kick so it's one of those things where it's just a bit of luck maybe to swing their way i think they can physically um frustrate leicester city in this game leicester have looked very weird man um yeah and and considering there and maybe it's just the curse of the good summers because look leicester had a very good summer in my perspective they've got obviously the heir apparent to vardy in the squad now in terms of pats and Ducker. whether or not he gets to the level of a, a jamie vardy obviously that's that's something that they're hoping happens but at least yeah. they've planned ahead you know, they've got the guy in the building already. They've got a potential replacement to Ndidi already in the building in Samore, bringing him in. Um, obviously, very unlucky with their defensive injuries. Um, but they were doing the right things and they've just not been rewarded for it uh, on the pitch so far. So we'll see if it does start to happen for them. I'm, I'm not convinced that it's going to happen for them this week. I, I think Burnley get that bit of luck that Dice was talking about. And I... and. The fact that the players are still applying themselves in the games, I think it's a good sign. It's not like he's lost the dressing room or anything crazy like that. So uh, I'm going to lean Burnley in this one. Um, you've lent, you've gone Leicester, right? Sorry, I, I yes. noted it wrong here. So you've gone Leicester. So we, we're going head to head in quite a few games here. Um, yeah, we are. We're not we're not vibing this we're week. Not, it's, it's the, it's, it's, I think it's to do with the Norwich thing. I, I think let, let's address the <laughs> elephant in the room, right? Like... <laughs> Clearly, it's the Norwich thing. I just don't understand why you're trying to make it happen. It's like it's like kids of today trying to make flares a thing again. We all know skinny jeans are better. Let's just stick with what we know. Norwich is not going to do well. I don't know why you're trying to make it a thing. It's going to be a thing, and it's going to no, be beautiful. It's not. And 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 the we stayed up party is going to be absolutely epic. I oh. cannot wait. Come on, Norwich! You're all going to be wearing flares. Yes. <laughs> and we're going to be shooting up flares in the sky as well. So, Okay, Alex, we've reached the point of squad scramble. Now, you were the first one where VAR had to be brought in. And then yes. I had a torrid two weeks in a row where VAR had to be brought in again. Oh, um, really? Yeah, I've, I've had a bit of a nightmare. So I've, I've had to step up my game. Um Obviously, it helps having, you know, executive producer Guy Drinkle in my ear, shouting at me whenever I'm I'm saying <laughs> the wrong things. Uh, but I, I think I've sorted out the kinks. Um, we're obviously now a couple of weeks into this game. It's it's a warm up game leading into the obviously the the, the franchise game, the money maker, uh, bank it or burn it. But we thought, you know, squad scramble, get you guys warmed up with some you know some sort of guessing games predictions games get your early score predictions sharp and ready and, and then we'll obviously shoot into bank it or burn it um later on this season but squad scramble um as i was saying for those of you that are joining us for the first time welcome this is simply a game where we test our panelists knowledge of their favorite clubs so maybe maybe i should have done west ham anyway um so <gasps> we'll be testing alex's knowledge of southampton um she's going to start off 
each of the four rounds with five points in the bank. And she gets to ask a question or guess, you know, a player's name. If she guesses wrong, she loses one of her five points that she already has. Or if she asks a question, she loses one of the points. The goal is to try and retain as many of your points as you possibly can whilst guessing the correct name. Now, we had a very interesting tactic last time around from the executive producer guy drinkle he came on and he was just firing guesses left right and center and by god somehow he's now eight out of 20 so he's now the highest um so i I don't know if if you're going to employ a similar tactic or not it will be interesting to see but okay How, how are you feeling about going going up this time around um, I do think I am going to adopt Guy's approach. Okay. Um, I just think I'm going to go with, well, you'll see in a minute. Okay. Well, we wish you the best of luck. Let's see how Alex gets on. And obviously there's always drama when it comes to this thing. For some reason now, um, my web browser is acting funny. Um, so... I'm going to open up the official Southampton website. I no longer use the EPR website because they they failed me horribly and it it was embarrassing. Um, But we've got the team sheet. Okay, here we go. I've got the team sheet for Southampton, the official Southampton website team sheet. And obviously we're doing just senior players, so you don't need to worry about under, under 23s or anything like that. But let's start off. I've got a player now. You can ask your questions. Okay. When you're ready. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Are they English? Yes, they are. Um, Is it Fraser Forster? This game, I swear people have cheat codes or something is going on. Oh my god! Because this is, this is ridiculous. Um, yes! If, if, if the executive producer is starting to leak these sheets, I know there have been team sheets for the Premier League that have started being leaked um, around the Premier League and it, it's... Ah! Oh! Well done. I, mean, I, only, <laughs> so, I only get leaked information from West Ham. I'm joking. I don't really. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Okay. So, well, you've gone and beaten your score from last time around already. Already? Uh, this is, yeah, you got three out of 20 last time. So, this is a great oh, start. Wow. You got four. Oh, yeah. So, this is a good start. You need just four points now to take the lead because Guy Drinkle has the lead with four points we will move on to the next player um look last season the girls dominated the games um i'm sure you want to reclaim that title for the girls um in this episode so okay i've i've got the next player okay are they english i think they are let me confirm (laughs) Yes. Okay. 
Um, is it Nathan Redmond? <laughs> this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Yes, it's yes. legit. I, I, if oh, I wish I could take a screenshot. I wish this was, you know, a, a video podcast so people could obviously see. I've got Nathan oh, Redmond guys, on am, my I list. Keep telling you every week, I am a weird little witch. I swear. Oh I just, my goodness! It is Nathan Redmond, number eleven. I hope I've got the number right here. It's the official Southampton wizard, but yeah, I've got yes, number eleven is. here. Okay, yeah. So it it is Nathan Redmond. <laughs> You now currently tie for the lead. Um, wow. Two fours out of five in your first two rounds. This is a very good start. How are you feeling? I'm buzzing. I'm excited now. This this could be a record-breaking... Well, obviously, you know, you just need one more to break the record, but this could be something really be special. No pressure. I mean, look... If you said something, right now saying, lose, lose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't doubt that for a second. Our Norwich listeners are probably saying that right now. And look, if if you you know the benefit is if you set a really high score that that people just can't match as well, uh, that could be a good thing. And also, I suppose now you've got points to play with, knowing you are now tied for the lead. And I'm going to pick the next player. Um, Let's see, let's see, let's see. And the thing is, it's not like I can make this harder or easier. I mean, I'm literally just picking a player. So, I mean... Just luck. Yeah, okay. I've got a player now. Come on, let's let's see. Can Alex go three for four here and, and, and keep that four, four, four going? Um, are they English? No. Romeo. Oh, come on. <laughs> what the hell? It's actually... Number six, minutes played, 40, 490, game started 6-0, goals. Tackles one twelve. pass completion 81% for Romeo so far this season. Alex, that's three fours in a row. Um, oh, my goodness. I think you've broken my game. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know where we go from here. Um. All right. Okay. Let Let's see if you can round this off. Alex has a incredible twelve out of twenty. She's got five points to play with. Her tactic has been pretty solid so far. It's it's pretty. It's been faultless so far. Um. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. We will pick the last player. Do 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 do. Okay, I've got the last player here. Okay, are they English? Um, I want to say yes, but let me just confirm. Yes, they are English. <laughs> Don't you dare. Don't you dare, dude. Uh, Liveramento? <laughs> <laughs> yes! Alex Letizia is top of the league. <laughs> top of the league. Oh, I can't. I can't. <laughs> I don't know what to do. 
absolute scenes. <laughs> Unbelievable, Jeff. This is ridiculous. Oh, oh my goodness. I don't know what to do here. <laughs> How do I continue this podcast? I mean, <laughs> what are the lotto numbers for this for this week's lotto, Alex? I mean, geez, like it. <laughs> Everyone's going to think we're sat next to each other. Oh my goodness. 16 out of 20. Um, yeah, so you've just broken my game. Uh, thanks for that. Yeah, How do you feel? Because I can't have an... That's my last go, wasn't it? Yeah, that's it. 16 okay. out of 20. The only point you lost was asking if they were English or not. That was good. That was good. Good? That was amazing. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of a bit weird. I, I feel a bit weird. Maybe I, maybe I should go, like, and train to be one of those people that tells the future. Oh, yeah. Psychic. <laughs> Wow, that that was yeah. I'm I'm a loss for words. I'm I'm rarely at a loss for words, but well done. Uh, that was impressive. Sixteen out of twenty. If someone beats that, my word, that would be impressive. Um, I think they might as well stop penciling you as the champion for that one. And for anyone that is suspecting that you know some shenanigans might have happened, don't worry because I have Liberty Shield. And as you guys know, and those of you that do not know, Liberty Shield is a VPN provider. They are our presenting sponsors of this show. And you can check out their services at libertyshield.com. They have awesome features, including privacy and security. So you can hide your IP address from anyone, including hackers or Alex, um, by encrypting your internet traffic. So there's no way she could have possibly tried to hack into my... <laughs> into my system here because i've got the best in the business in liberty shield these guys do this for a living they make sure my data is, is safe um they also provide me with the option to avoid geo blocks and government imposed restrictions to access any websites i know a lot of people were scrambling last week with the amount of games that were on at three o'clock um trying to find a way to watch them guys just sign up with liberty shield i did not panic once I switched on, you know, I've got it set up in my whole household. It's compatible with your TV. It's compatible with your laptops, with your phones. Got to switch on my TV, watched a beautiful broadcast of the three three o'clock game. From my perspective, it was Liverpool. Um, and it had all the other games in my, I had a split screen. So it had all the other games. I could see whenever goals were going in. I could watch all the games beautifully. No issues, no hassle. Guys, I, don't, I cannot recommend them high, higher than I've just done. Go check out libertyshield.com. And obviously, we've hooked you guys up with a 20% coupon code. If you just enter the code EPLVPN, you can get 20% off from that one. Alex, that was incredible. Um, and hopefully, from a Watford standpoint, they can continue from their incredible performance against Norwich where they did win 3-1 they come up against Newcastle how are you feeling about this one um yeah I'm sure you said Newcastle are going to win because you know Watford be in your favorite team hey 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 and you're very feeling salty um <laughs> but I hate to break it to the Norwich fans one more time 
<laughs> and I think Watford are going to win um, one nil. It's going to be. I know it's a bit of a some boring game. Well, not boring games, but just it's not. The teams are just not up to the standard that we are, you know, used to seeing. But I do think that this is going to be a one nil game to Watford. One or to Watford, that gets them their back-to-back wins, and I think they just that they would be loving that. Um, obviously, beating Norwich last week, a team that they will be, you know, com- hoping to be above, and and obviously hoping to be well above them to stay up. But a team that you come up with that's also being projected to be relegated. If you're beating them as well, picking up points there, then it's looking good for you. And I mean, Watford are sitting in eleventh place at the moment. Two wins, uh, three losses, but hey, they're, they're getting the Ws on the board, which is more than we can say for a lot of teams so far this season. Um, you know what? They come up against Newcastle, and this has nothing to do with Norwich. I'll, I'll, I'll be, I'll, I'll be clean. I'll, I'll, I'll come out clean. It has nothing to do with Norwich last week. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm upset about what happened last week, but I'm not bitter about it. We'll pick up our point somewhere else. Um, more so Everton next week. That's fine. Um, but I think Newcastle have they've got they've got decent counter attacking. Um, Watford being the home team, I think is going to slightly edge possession in this game, and that's going to suit Newcastle. They're going to sit back, soak up the pressure, and try and get them on the counter. You met, you know, you've mentioned the fact of a lot of these games are probably going to be low scoring games. And I agree with you. There are not a lot of wide open games where I can see free flowing football is going to be happening. And I don't know, I don't know if it's the fact that teams would have played midweek as well. Well, some teams would have played midweek as well. If, If that's going to be a factor, um, Obviously, Newcastle they they went out last round, so they're going to be fresh for this um, this coming week. Um, Watford reeling from the Stoke loss uh, yesterday, three uh, one loss to Stoke yesterday in the Carabao Cup. I I think the losses continue for them. I'm I'm going to mirror you. I'm going to go one nil to Newcastle in this one so once again we go head to head this rivalry seems to be this rivalry seems to be kicking off um yeah okay well let's see here because we might be we might have a similar opinion because your boys liverpool come up next uh it's (laughs) it's brentford versus liverpool you've got the liverpool win again i'm I'm assuming yeah i mean my you know my side (laughs) <laughs> the thing on the side <laughs> your, your, your side check your side check yeah. Liverpool. <laughs> um i think you know liverpool you know i think they won three nil crystal palace didn't they correct yeah. me if i'm wrong yeah. um they're kind of they're just back they're on fire and yeah i think liverpool are gonna win four two four two um yes. yeah uh, so Liverpool steam steaming along quite nicely for Alex there. Obviously, she's got them title contenders. So, look, I think Brentford have looked really good this season. Um, they'll be happy with the. I mean, they've lost just one game so far this season. Two draws, yeah, two wins, not, and a they're loss. Not they're a not scrubs, team. you know. They're yeah, not, they're not. They're not, they're not. They're not Norwich at the moment, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, but I think it's it's a tall order coming up against a Liverpool side, as you said that that they've been playing well so far this season. And 
uh, I alluded to it earlier on in the podcast. The issue isn't with Liverpool starting eleven, and I'm expecting a lot of Liverpool starting eleven to be playing in this game. Um, they rotated quite nicely. Uh, just some inside baseball. They've rotated 16 times so far this season, and that's the most Klopp has rotated since he's been at Liverpool. I think last season he would have he rotated about eight players so far um, at, at this point last season. So he mentioned it at the beginning of the season in that he's going to pay more attention to rotating and, and get sort of game management and, and player management and load management, making sure that the squad can last through the whole season. I mean, by January, Robertson was so tired, he, he became almost ineffective. And, and that, that was down to not managing the squad as well as uh, Klopp could have. And a good thing for, for Liverpool fans is Klopp, whenever he makes a mistake, he, he doesn't hide from it. He learns from his mistakes and he moves on. So this season, rotation seems to be going well for them. Um, I'm expecting a strong team and they're just going to be too much for Brentford in this one. And then also one one thing to keep an eye on is the set pieces for Liverpool they're currently on pace for 8.5 shots from set pieces per game. I think the highest is something like five point something. So, and and I don't want to give too much inside baseball on that because then I'll definitely get in trouble. But basically just keep an eye out for shots from set pieces for Liverpool um, throughout this season. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to give Brentford two goals here. I think it's going to be Van Dijk and Matip. Uh, again, as the mm. centre-back pairing for this one with Fabinho in front of them. And for me, that's, that's a formidable sort of trio in terms of a defensive base with Alisson yeah. in goal. I'm, I'm going to go for a 2-0 Liverpool win. Um, I think they'll get ahead early and then they'll do what they've done quite well so far, which is once they go 1-0 ahead, they kind of get into game management mode. And basically, they, they'll pick up goals if you offer them to them, but they're not going to recklessly go and, and chase them, especially in the Premier League. I mean, Champions League, they, they messed that up. Uh, they went a bit too aggressive and blew themselves out. But we'll see whether or not, you know, these scorelines come true. Alex has gone for a 4-2 Liverpool win. I've gone 2-0 to Liverpool. And we move on to Alex's main chick. We've gone from Alex's side chick to her main chick. Um, or main guy, uh, whichever way you want to look at it. Um, Southampton versus Wolverhampton. What are we thinking? Um, I know we said you know something with the draws, but to be fair to you, even if we hadn't had this discussion, I would have said they're going to draw because they're up against Wolves, and I do feel sorry for Wolves because you know I was bigging them up on the last on the last pod. Um. Yeah, I was picking them up on the last pod because I feel, think they try really hard and they deserve to be winning, but they don't seem to win. Um, but yeah, Southampton just seemed to be drawing, so I think it's going to be a two-all two situation. Don't do this to us, Alex. We've got to break the curse. <laughs> we got to break two... There are two curses that need to be broken with this podcast. Norwich not getting a point on the board yet. That we've sorted I'm that not one out. That curse. No, no, no. We sorted that one out. It's too late. Your your pick is locked in. Um, yeah, guys, guys said your pick's locked in. It's official. You can't change it. And we need to break the curse of the Southampton draw. 
we got to break this curse. I know. I would love. I would love to finally win. But to be honest with you, you know, at the start of the pod, I did say Southampton are going down, and at the moment, I'm happy with just sort of trolloping along with points and not losing. So at the end of the day, if we draw with Wolves, I'll be very happy because I think Wolves are, are are a better side than us. So I'll be happy with it. But I think Wolves are in a curse of their own. They're playing really hard, and they're just not seeming to really kind of go anywhere when they sh- I think they should be going further than what they are yeah I mean if you look at the games that they've had um I'm looking specifically for example in that Tottenham game where they lost 1-0 you look at the chances that they had in that yeah. game, yeah and then the yeah. game before that you know to start the season Leicester who we've admitted haven't started the season well Wolves looked the better team in that game they but did. then they just as you said, then they're just not able to finish teams off or at least get a goal. And hopefully, you know, the more Jimenez gets minutes under his legs, you know, he's been the talisman in front of goal for them for so many years. Unfortunate to get the injury last season. And it it, it might take him a while, you know, to get back into the swing of things. But if he gets going, as you're saying, you know, this is a team that's playing well. If they just unlock that goal scoring you know, maybe just get a, a run of games, maybe two or three games where they get, you know, deflected tap-ins. It, yeah. You know, it doesn't have to it be worldies. Start, it could start this game, to be honest with you. But then again, like like I said before, if, if you had said to me that we were going to draw with City, I mean, I would have laughed in your face. So yeah. who knows? And this is a team in the past, in terms of Southampton, where... You know, when they've had big losses, people have questioned, you know, the fight that they've had. But they're showing fight. They are, Um, yeah. And, you know, we'll see. I mean, look, the games that Southampton, some of these draws, I'm looking at also from Southampton's perspective, just being unlucky. uh, There were some suspect referee calls as well. Oh, it's always... And I'm not just being a Southampton fan. There is 100% a bias against us. I mean... It has literally been proven before that it's been biased against us. It's crazy how they don't treat Southampton as a proper team. I think by now we have literally, you know, we've literally, we've we've made a name for ourselves. And I just think start treating us with respect and equally. And look, I mean, I mean, it's already a, a, a difficult job as it is being a referee in any case. I mean, me refereeing this squad scramble thing has been an absolute nightmare. <laughs> um, so I'm not going to be the one to to come up, come off the referees. And I've refereed one actual football game in my life, and I realised how difficult it was after I, that game. I but, nearly did one game actually for my charity thing, and I was so scared because men take it so seriously. But I know what you're saying, but it just seems to be Southampton really, really unlucky with refs. Really I unlucky. Agree. I agree. Um, and after saying all of that, and I do want to break the Southampton draw curse. Oh, oh God, man. what are you going to say? I what ha- are you going to say? If you say Wolves... <laughs> no, I had a 1-1 draw. Because... See, this is what I mean. So yeah. this is... so so. On the one end, we've got the Southampton curse, right? We, we've yeah. established that's a thing, the draw curse. And then on the other side, we've got a Wolves side who aren't scoring that many yeah, goals. Yeah, this is what I mean. So it's just a, two kind of, teams. Yeah, it kind of just blends itself into a somehow 
Wolves are going to get a goal. And I hate predicting an own goal, but maybe it's an own goal just because Wolves can't seem to get him in the back of the net. <laughs> but, and then on the other hand, because I can see it where Southampton are going to be leading. And then the powers that be are just like, yeah, this is not happening. Alex hasn't decided that this curse is over yet. And then they just yeah. somehow end up drawing. So... Do you know what I think is? I think it's Ralph's fashion sense. I mean, that is definitely oh, an elephant come in the room. The waistcoat. Come on. It's so embarrassing. It's like, I dig the waistcoat. Ralph, don't no. listen to Alex. Wear the waistcoat with pride, my man. No. Do it. <laughs> Some people can pull it off. He's looking way too try hard. Or my friend has said on Twitter, 2013 Primark. I think I said this last podcast, but it's just so accurate. Oh, Stop mate. it! He looks like he's on the X Factor in the over twenty five. He's looking really <laughs> serious. <laughs> Don't listen to that nonsense, Ralph. I think you look good. I think you look good. Keep, keep up, keep up the good work. Look, some some managers are wearing tracksuits and stuff. Ralph's coming in with a with a bit of class here. No, um, I beg your you need pardon. To get trackies on. You need to like get the trackies. Just a little cap, you know. If you score, like, oh, your that cap club is cap. amazing because because if you score. You throw it off and you throw it in the air like a celebration. If you lose, then you can do a dramatic pull it off, throw it on the ground, stamp on it. Like the hat thing is just so much better than the waistcoat. Oh, man. Okay. But that that's definitely another thing for us to keep an eye on is Ralph's fashion sense throughout the season. <laughs> um, yeah, look, I'm, I'm just going to stick with what I had here. Um, I had a 1-1. I'm going to stick with the 1-1. Hopefully, okay. hopefully these two teams can break the curses that they currently have. Um, yeah, because I I don't think they deserve to be where they currently are on the table. If if, if I'm being honest, yeah. Uh, so so we will see what happens there. And Alex, we move on to our next game. It's the not London derby, Arsenal versus Tottenham, <laughs> uh, yeah. an Arsenal side that's starting to get some kind of form here. Yeah, finally. I mean, I don't know what's going on really, because like we said a few times now, all the teams are kind of either not playing as we expect or whatever but I mean Arsenal I mean at the start Arsenal looked like they were going down and then now they're kind of picking it back up again but um you guys are gonna hate me again because I do think this is gonna be another draw that's one of those weekends man I know we don't like draws but I do think it is gonna be one all just because Spurs have lost the last two games haven't they yes they have so, yeah, I'm just, they're not, for me, they're just not, you know, as strong as they could be. And Arsenal are kind of on a roll now. So I think one all. Wow. One all scoreline there. And the draws continue. Um, Maybe this curse from Southampton is just bleeding into the rest of the league. Yeah. This, this could be something here. Um, this could be. <laughs> but in terms of Tottenham, I mean, even when Tottenham got the three wins, they were all 1-0 wins. So I'm still a bit worried about them up front. Uh, Kane doesn't seem like he's fully back into Spurs mode yeah. yet. I think he just needs to accept. Look, it, you know, you wanted to go fair enough, and I understand that. But, it's you know, the situation's over now. You're, you're at he does Spurs. like a spoiled child, doesn't he? He's kind of annoying me now. It's like, just get over yourself. Just just do it. Just do just the job. Play. And and at the at, at the very at the very least, you know, I, I would I would like to think that at the very least, if if he looks back and he says, okay, I haven't moved, 
but I'm still one of those players that could potentially break a lot of goal scoring records. Like he's 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 done so well so far in his career. Don't throw away a season because that and that also, could be. He's pivotal. a club legend. He is. He is indeed. So um, it's like you know, it could be worse. Yeah, and it, I mean, yeah, Tottenham. It's not like you know you're at a lower Norwich. club. No, hey, 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 hey. We've got I feel potential. Like I'm We're bullying up and Norwich. Like there's going to be like complaints soon. To be, be fair, Kane in. did have like, a stint at Norwich, if I'm not mistaken. No. Really. I might be mistaken. Where did where did he go on loan? Where where did Kane? He had go on a loan? yeah. He had a year at Norwich. Would you he look had at a year that? Norwich. Would you look at that, Alex? <laughs> Harry Kane, 2012-2013, loaned to Norwich City. So you know what? Oh he, my goodness! Ma- maybe he can this. come. Maybe he can come over. January window is coming up soon. Kane, you know, just could not imagine that down. him in yellow and green. Look, if if United can get a reunion with Ronaldo, there's nothing stopping the mighty Norwich getting a reunion oh. with Harry Kane. And oh my goodness, can you imagine that? Yeah, but in the meantime, um, hopefully for Spurs fans' sake, he does start to get involved a lot more in the, in, in the goals and and Golden Boot race and something that he's he's a perennial contender in year in year out. You know he's going to be in and around there. So yeah. what what better game for him? to start that off then in a North London derby. I mean that that if if it's if there's still some Spurs fans out there that still don't like him because of what he did this summer, he scores a goal or he scores a winner in a North London derby. Things will start to get forgotten pretty quickly. <laughs> I I think he could re, you know, reintegrate himself into Spurs United. Um yeah, just Spurs as as a United front if he can get a goal there. In terms of Arsenal, they've had, as you said, the, the the wins recently. They're starting to build something, um, and I think I think that although this is a game at Arsenal, I know Spurs are probably going to be try and sit back, soak up pressure, not concede too early, and then break out and try and score. You know, late on in the game, that seems to be the tactic that they have embraced in the bigger games. Arsenal will have that crowd that's going to be up for it. They're expecting a result in this game. Um, oh, man. No, I refuse to do a draw in this one. I'm yeah, gonna too go, many draws. I'm going to go with a 2-1 Spurs win because I have a feeling this is the game that Harry Kane decides, you know what, I'm, 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 I'm back. I'm back at Spurs and I'm, I'm just going to, you know, whether or not it's playing for Spurs or playing for his own just personal goals records that he's chasing. Yeah. If I'm a Spurs fan, I really don't care at this point. You've already told us you want to leave. Um, at least contribute on your way out or whatever, or if you yeah. stay. Um and yeah, we move on to our last game, Alex. It's we end the weekend off with Crystal Palace versus Brighton. And this could be an interesting game because we got a Brighton side who are currently in a Champions League spot. They're sitting in fourth place. We mentioned Wolves earlier who they're playing well, but they can't score goals. That was Brighton last season. Brighton had good games, but they couldn't score. Now they've yes. figured out how to score. And they come up against a Crystal Palace side who I, I know you mentioned they lost the 3-0 to Liverpool. But 
I like what Vieira is doing at Crystal Palace, and it's not me trying to sneak back into the Crystal Palace camp here. Um, I'm Norwich till I die <laughs> for this season. But no, you're what right. are you thinking? Right. What are you thinking for this one? Yeah, they look they look far more creative under the new manager, don't they? And yeah. they're kind of they're having a bit of bad luck, I think. But yeah, they look stronger. But um, I think Brighton are absolutely flying. And the performances have been amazing. And yeah, I do think this is going to be raining goals again. And I think it's going to be a 3-1 to Brighton. That is a celebration. We've gone from a whole bunch of draws to an emphatic win for someone. Um, Obviously not music to the ears of Crystal Palace fans. But a 3-1 to Brighton. They continue their charge up the table. Um, Especially if you look at the fact that Chelsea and Man City are playing each other. So if Brighton get a win in this one, they definitely end the weekend off ahead of either Chelsea or Man City, depending on how the results go. And I mean, six games into a season, that is fantastic for them. Um, And obviously, as has been theme on this podcast, I'm going to go against you in this one. I think Crystal Palace cause an upset. Oh. I'm going to go with a 2-0 Crystal Palace win. And I know Brighton is starting to score goals. I'm going to back Crystal Palace to keep a clean sheet in this one. Maybe it's a little, you know, looking back at my old love here, um, Crystal Palace. Yeah, that's your side. Vicariously living through them um, whilst we break the the Norwich curse. But I've been very impressed with Crystal Palace so far this season. I think Edouard probably starts this game. He's come off the bench the last two games, looked impressive. I think this is the game they give him a start and he rewards Patrick Vieira for that faith. Um and yeah, I I think that at least we're ending the weekend off with some goals, Alex, and, and that's a beautiful thing. Um, but that's gonna do it for another episode of A Tad Predictable. You've said it all, Alex. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh do you have anything you wanna plug, put over or promote before we wrap up? No, I just wanna say, you know, good luck to the other predicts because I am back with my win top of the league i'm not going anywhere that was impressive 16 out of 20 catch her if you can um yeah you set the standard there pretty pretty high um twitter handles alex instagram um, alex Letizia, instagram alex Letizia, and then i'm even on facebook if you want if oh, anyone old is listening <laughs> you can add me if you want <laughs> that still exists facebook still exists yeah. oh okay yeah okay. apparently Fair enough. It, I, I know it fondly as a birthday calendar. That, that's literally yes, what I use it that's for. That's so correct. That's so accurate. Um, but yeah, from my end, guys, go ahead and check out all the content on EPL Index website. We have match previews, post-match reviews, player performances, and also all of the news you could wish for, including all of the new Norwich news that you could wish for and why Norwich are going to be so good this season. Um, of course, there is a daily show uh, that's hosted by Dave Hendrick. It's the Two-Footed Podcast. Finally, also check out our flagship show that runs weekly, uh, usually comes out on a Sunday evening. So it's a lovely listen, you know, heading into the week. It's the EPR Roundtable where Kev DeVries sits down with panelists from respective EPL teams. They do reviewings and previewings of the happenings all around the EPL. You can follow this show on at a tad predictable um, on Twitter. Definitely send through all of your Norwich support. We are always looking for 
the Norwich fans to send stuff through. Uh, follow at EPL Index on Twitter. Subscribe to the EPL Index podcast channel on your podcast provider. Give us five stars. Write some positive comments if you guys feel so inclined. That that stuff really, really helps us out. Go sign up as well for the free season predictions competition that's currently happening on EPLindex.com stroke predictions. I mean, if, if you've seen our predictions, you're not so happy with the amount of draws that are happening, the curse that's happening in the league, and you, you think you can break it with your predictions, go to EPLindex.com slash predictions. All you have to do, you sign up. It's completely free, as I mentioned, and you stand a chance to win. Um, you just have to get in your game week predictions before the kickoff of that specific game. But I usually just set it either on a Friday or whatever. Set all my score predictions in there. Lock them in. If you top the leaderboard come the 2021-2022 EPL season, you stand a chance to win £100 gift voucher for EPL shop, EPL index shop. Um, that's eplindex.shop. And then you also get a £300 cash prize from our awesome sponsors, Liberty Shield. Thank you again, Liberty Shield, for sorting that out um i've been to Chanikira. you can find me on twitter at tad predicts the lovely lady that does our guest intros jody is at spursy one for one we have a brand new intro song huge thank you to obi semenya he's at john empire sa our producer behind the glass and our var official who didn't have to be used today but he is seething i'll let you know alex <laughs> he he was he was cursing when you when you were getting <laughs> when you were getting your predictions right, uh, Guy Drinkle, he's at Guy Drinkle on Twitter. She's been Alex Letizia. That's Alex. That's at Alex Letizia on Twitter, on Instagram. Go follow her. Go interact <laughs> with her. And remember, Chisinga Perry. Chino Shura. Sports Social Podcast Network.